What's up, y'all? This is Tressy. And this is Cedric, and we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. Let's get to it. Bum, 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 bum. It, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Um, uh, had a little time off. Yeah. Well, Tressy had to go back to California. I'm going, going back, 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 back to Cali, Cali. Nice. How, how was it? How was the weather? It was great. Um, the weather was actually really nice. Um, I was in Oakland for two days, um, and I went there for my cousin's wedding. Um, and then um, we went to L.A. or Long Beach, and it was hot as shit there. North side, Long Beach? <laughs> north, north. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure we weren't in the north side. Okay. Um, but we were in a very fun part anyway um so yeah we went and did that so i was gone for a week so that's why we weren't able to record and now we are back so in action so while you're in in california did you get any of that you know that good oh what do you mean that good good you know the weebles that that thc the thc thc no no I, i i i actually did get some good thc nice it was it was great where was where was that thc from from my family. Aww. Aww. And and so so what are you talking about by THC here? I'm talking about the healing component. Oh. oh that was a that was fun. Okay. That all right. Cool. All right. All right. I'll fucks with it. I, I, I was all right. All right. That'll work, I guess. Um. So you came back to Chicago and got some more of that healing component. Yes, I did. Uh. If you guys didn't realize it yet, uh, the healing component <laughs> is the name of an album by a uh, Chicago recording artist by the name of Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins. Uh, this is his solo debut full-length album. He's released several mixtapes, The Waters, and then was his first one that kind of got um, critical appeal and accolades. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of made his name kind of uh, more of a household name on the underground circuit. Um, and then he followed that up with Waves shortly after. Waves. Um, so kind of the theme around Waters. Mm-hmm. And then um, this time he came out with the healing component. Healing component. Um, so did you have a chance to give this this regular listen? Heck yeah, I did. I actually I listened to it um, before I left. Oh, nice. And I, I did like the vibe of it all. Like, it was great. Um, I mean, I, you know... I thoroughly enjoyed it from top to bottom um, as an overall project. You know, this kid is pretty good with concepts. Um, and if you're looking for a good concept album or a good concept artist in hip hop, I would definitely say Mick Jenkins is is in that league of of kind of uh, uh, the top tier when it comes yeah. to concepts. Um, he, 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 he takes a theme, he takes an idea, and he's able to make a cohesive project around that idea, around that theme. And each song kind of plays into the narrative and kind of builds on this idea and this concept that he's trying to get across to you. Um, and it it's definitely one of those albums that you kind of have to listen to more than once. You got to kind of take some time and dissect it. Um, and, and luckily, not to cut you off, but luckily the music in this album is so much more um, pleasing than most um not most. Well, I just think that the music in this album makes it easy for you to go back and listen to for it. For sure. Um, for sure. Over and over. I mean, they're, you know, on top of it being as heady as it is and as dense as it is, mm-hmm. um, it's generally a pretty good and smooth listen. Yeah. Um, on the musical side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the, my main problem with this record, because, you know, I, I always give the good with the bad. Right. My main problem. And I always problem, have the good. <laughs> my main problem with this record is I'm sitting here right now trying to think of 
a standout a hook um, that you know a standout hook mm-hmm. from it and I, I i can't you know um i still think drowning is probably the catchiest tune on there which is you know makes sense as to why that was the lead single and why right. they had the video for it right um but you know I think it kind of takes away from the music that there's not that kind of, it's not catchier, you know? And, and I guess it, it kind of sucks to say something like that because I, I totally enjoy music for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoy music that's catchy. I enjoy music that's vibey. I enjoy music that's heady and deep and, you know, makes me contemplate why I'm here and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, but I guess I'm also... Uh, spoiled in that I like all of those things in one, in one bite. Yeah, you know? like you, you want to have. Yeah, you want you want the perfect album every time, <laughs> every single time. You know, and 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 you know, it doesn't usually happen, and I'm usually disappointed yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, without having necessarily the super catchiest songs on here, I still think it's a pretty strong project. Yeah, um, it's just I, I guess. For me, not having the catchier songs limits the appeal of this record to other people. And so it will limit the uh, exposure that Mick Jenkins will get. And I was kind of hoping that maybe on his major label debut or his, his you know, first major project, he would maybe go a little bit catchier, you know, like try to get him with them, get him with with a message, but package it up a little prettier, I guess. Well, I, I kind of disagree with you because I can think of two that I really loved, um, or three songs that I really loved. Um, Spread Love was a really good one for me, and I think that yeah. one always resonates in my head. Like, spread love, spread love, like the way that that one goes. So that is yep. a catchy hook for me. And then the way okay. that he says the healing component, like that stuck with me, and I keep saying it all the time. For sure, but it, and that's one of those things he... He, he, he like drills it into you, you. Drills it into you, yeah. yeah. Like every other song the healing component yeah but then also in that one um thc thc you know like that was like that was a good like that was a memorable hook to me too and then i like communicate a lot too just because i've also been on this like soulful house kick and that's what communicate um has um and there i mean that um hook was like i think that was you know pretty good i guess i guess so i guess i just i'm just kind of in disagree i kind of disagree with like the memorable hook because i have there's plenty of songs that i can come up with off the top of my head that i know but um but i also understand like what you're saying that i think it's not the catchy hook that you're used to i guess you could say but like to me i i I just i love i love those those hooks i mean they, they come through don't get me wrong people i enjoyed this record a lot he hates it um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, and like, I loved how it tried to be different from everything else. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got songs where he's talking about, uh, you know, people taking all these pills and taking all these drugs, and of course you're sleeping on my music. Y'all not even awake to hear it. Exactly. You know, and so he's he's talking about this stuff, and it's a young guy. You know, mm-hmm. um, looking at his culture because it's a little different than the culture than you know. When I grew up in it, um, and he's he's just being like, man, y'all are kind of tripping a little bit, um, and it's good. Uh, it's just, it's just you know, he, he obviously spends a lot more time on his verses than he does on his hooks, which I personally have no problem with because his verses are extremely dense. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go into the wordplay, um, if you go into the the thoughtfulness in how the songs connect around the centralized theme of spreading love and positivity um and the fact that he gets that point across without being overly preachy too you know i definitely have to have to give him credit for that it wasn't overly preachy um while still being uh good tunes even if they're not the, the most catchy tune that you may have heard one one other criticism I have to give of Mick Jenkins yeah. that I think will help that I think he'll get better at as he kind of progresses on mm-hmm. um, is because he's so good with the with the what he's saying. I would love for him to get a little bit more technical in the how he how says, he it. says it. Yeah. Um, in his flow, sometimes they're not lazy, but but I feel like he's just trying to get these words out and get them to fit um, in a lot of the songs, and and I feel like. It would add to his 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 uh, growth as as an artist, being in maybe the the upper tiers with like the Kendricks and the Coles. If he can get his ideas together, get his words together, and then also arrange those words in kind of a a, a more uh, I I I'm, I I can't even think of the specific word yeah. I'm trying to say, but like it, it, in a way that's organized so that um yeah, like, I think I get, I get what you're saying like poetry a little bit more to where just, it, it like fits and flows into like a mm-hmm. i mean he's saying i think what you're saying is that, that you just you can't wait to see more growth from yes him. yes you know i mean i've 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 loved this i mean p's and q's off of uh waters was like yeah oh, waves sorry off of waves was like insane this right. guy's rapping his ass off right um i would just love to see him kind of fine tune it a little bit because right. like, like, he could be so good mm-hmm. so good like like 10 years from now we could still be talking about this guy yeah I hope that we are because I think he has the um, the ear for the music that he needs to make and I think he has the lyrics that he needs to make I think he does need some some growth uh, there's some things that need to happen there but I think he's on his way yeah. I really do hope that we are talking about this guy and not others right you know and, I mean, and it's it's crazy that you know somebody who's like you know talking about uh, the things that he's talking about coming from Chicago, you know, right? And he, so he's seen a lot, mm-hmm. and a lot of music coming out of Chicago is definitely different than than this. You know, it's a lot of drill music, and you know, it's Chicago's made popular from the drill music and right. from all the violence and the murders, and mm-hmm. you hear about gangs and all this negative stuff. So it's great when you hear. Um, kind of what that type of environment can kind of foster and, and nurture is a mind that's thinking, okay, how do I get past this? How do I, you know, there's something more than what I'm singing every single day. Right. Um, you know, you've got the Mick Jenkins from Chicago. You've got the Lupe's. You've got the Vic Mensa's. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Common, you know. So Chicago has really been a nice uh, home and nest for these type of uh, conscious rappers to yeah. to come out. Now, and even like uh, as we're as we're talking about this, I think about the the balance that Chicago has because you have those like those little Dirks and those um, Bibbies and those Herbs, and then you also have those um, those Commons and those you know Mick Jenkins and all of that. So it's like all of that violence and everything doesn't always mean like I don't know. I just feel like everybody always focuses on like the. Um, the negative of this city. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's horrible to, to always hear about like, oh, there's so much violence out here and I haven't seen much. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, like yeah, man, right. I've seen 
a little bit or whatever, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, I don't know, like, but what, but what you can hear though, is that you can hear like from the Bibbies and from their side, they're still kind of lyrical, you know what I'm saying? Like there's still, there's still some thought process to not even kind of lyrics. There's lyrics over there on this, right. on the other side with the Dirks and stuff. So I think they, that people need to start giving Chicago, um, a better rap in, in like the, the type of artist that it breeds because it's a pretty good breed of artists. It is. You know? I mean, you know, if you go down the line, I mean, obviously you've got Common, you've got Kanye, yep. you've got Lupe, um, you know, uh, Mick Jenkins now. Um, just, I know he, this person is not from Chicago, mm-hmm. but Kendrick Lamar's parents are from Chicago. Yeah. I mean, you know, we just, <laughs> we just, you know, standing it out for a second. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's, Chicago's huge. Uh, the Brat. Yeah, from Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, definitely a lot of voices. Um, and, and then you, somebody that's changing the game right now, Chance. Chance. You know, like, and then his brother Taylor, like, they're both equally just as talented. So, like, a lot of things are coming out from here. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's, and and I think, you know, it draws similarities to um, even the city that we're from, Oakland, and that, mm-hmm. you know, Chicago kind of acts as like a... a, a, a a melting pot for like black culture, you know, even yeah. historically, you know, a lot of black people from the South came to Chicago yep. and just kind of all these ideas bounced off of each other. Yep. Um, and you know, similar things happen in Oakland, you know, it's a very small population, but the amount of creativity that comes out of places like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like the, the like core of like black and hip hop culture are from areas like that. Um, and, and I think it's, it's definitely really important. Um, when it comes to, you know, speaking on things bigger than even the music, um, when it comes to sparking change or sparking revolution, you know, it, it takes these areas of of likely-minded people with similar struggles to kind of get their ideas together and then create this this change. Yeah. Um, well, not to be on, like, my pro, pro-black, pro like, <laughs> Black Lives Matter thing, but, I mean, shit does matter. Right, right. <laughs> but, like, just even, like, from, like, the 1930s to, through um, the 1970s, Chicago was, like, the black business capital of the United States. So, like, w- Chicago has breeded, um, you know, in black intellectuals, black inter- in- uh, entrepreneurs. Like, this was, like, the black hub of the United States for a long time. And then, of course, unfortunately, the civil rights movement happened. Which, segregation. You know, and then segregation and all that stuff happens to where it... it kills our businesses but just just bringing that into the fold too is just letting you know like these rappers and all this stuff all this culture that's here in chicago is here for a reason like right. like all those rappers that are rapping that way and all these people that are you know the roots are deep is all i'm saying right right and I, I just mean, learned that when i went to this thing oh so. yeah no no that's <laughs> and it's, it's it's interesting to think that you know um I said segregation. I'm going to say desegregation. There you go. How, like, desegregation actually screwed up the inner city. Because, you know, all these people who were once, you know, all the black people were going to the same school. Yeah. By their own teachers. uh, Going to their own stores. Shopping at their own markets. uh, You know. Yeah, everything was black owned. Everything was black everything. And then once once it became okay for them not to segregate... um, all of a sudden, we stop supporting each other. Right. Well, well, that's the thing is that like back, um, back then, like back in the like the 1930s through the the 70s, it's, um, the 
like the Negro establishments in Chicago, they had like annual net sales of like $4 million. And they weren't even like, there wasn't even um, that big of a black population out here. Like New York's yeah. was bigger, had a bigger black population, but uh, theirs was only about 3 million. So like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like to think about, I don't know. I don't, I don't even remember where I was going with that, but I just think about like what happens with, when you know when you support your black owned businesses and stuff, I'm going on a whole tangent. My bad, but I'm you know gonna, what I mean. Was cool. I, I totally understand. <laughs> like I start to get know? in my head yeah. and go crazy. <laughs> and you know, since we're since we're talking about the inner city mm-hmm. and how it infects it infects how it Infect. affects people, um, you know, something Donald Trump said recently is actually kind Fucking of going off in my head, head a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we've all heard of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um. We've all seen how he sees a black person and he instantly goes, oh, the inner city. Yeah. It had nothing to do with what we were saying. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, he says a lot of crazy things and this guy's about to be possibly president. Probably not. Um, uh, not if I can help it. So <laughs> how does that relate to hip hop? Well, so Little John was on The Apprentice, guys. Yep. And... Apparently, they were doing one of their stupid little sales things they do on The Apprentice. I don't know. I've watched a few. Have you watched The Apprentice? Never. Never? Okay. I've seen a few episodes. It's it's like mildly entertaining for about 10 minutes. And then the celebrity version was just dumb as hell. Right. Um, so, Little John was on Celebrity Apprentice, and one of the challenges, he put on an Uncle Sam costume. So you guys know what like what Uncle Sam is, you know, mm-hmm. you know Uncle Sam's like I'm, I want you, you know, America, whatever, it's fine, you know, it's a harmless thing. He's in an Uncle Sam costume. Donald Trump sees a black dude with dreads in an Uncle Sam costume, and his first thought is, "Oh, what's up, Uncle Tom?" So Donald Trump starts calling Little John Uncle, Uncle Tom. Tom. That's ridiculous. And you know he he brings it up in the boardroom, and you know the other, uh, you know. Uh, stars on the show were like bro you you can't say that that's wrong the producers of the show had to call Donald Trump and say yo you can't call little John Uncle Tom that's not okay right see he doesn't even fucking understand the history and and see that's the problem I don't even have okay all right so if the problem was he was just a racist and he was doing that on purpose that's pretty bad Mm -hmm. that's that's pretty bad but at least he's being like I'm not gonna say at least, but he's being racist in a in in a way that shows that he's he's read a American classic book, right? right. Mm-hmm. Or at least understands the concept in it. He didn't even know that Uncle Tom was offensive to black people. He didn't even know that that what it was. And 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 the reason why I say that is not to say, oh my God, Donald Trump is racist. It's to say he's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even know an American classic book. But you want this guy to run our country. So, like. now, to his credit, once he was uh, uh, approached by all of the other cast members, mm-hmm. he stopped saying it when he understood what it what it was. But he didn't know what it was. He didn't know it was offensive. He just thought it was a term that we called each, um, each other. He thought it was something that we, as in black people, called each other? I don't know. I just kind of added that in. Oh, there. I was about to say, what? But no, he, he just didn't know. He, he just didn't know. See, and that's like the ignorance that I cannot stand. Like, what are you doing running for president and you don't even know what the fucking Uncle Tom is? Or maybe you clearly did know. I don't know. You, he, I mean, Either it's he only, knew when he was playing dumb or yeah. he just really didn't know. 
And I think he plays dumb pr- pretty well, so. I'm, I, I think he doesn't know. I don't know. I, w- I won't put anything past this man. <laughs> I, I, I just, I cannot. How do you not know Uncle Tom's ca- cabin? Like, how do you not know what that is? Or, like, you don't even have to know, like, what the book is. Like, people know what an Uncle Tom is without even knowing the book. Right. You know? Ugh. It's it's disgusting. It's ridiculous. It's okay, though. It's all right, because he's, you know, he's, uh, could possibly idiot. be president. It's so. not okay. I won't even play like that. I, won't, I don't even like that, man. So go vote. Everybody go vote. I know. We keep stressing that on this podcast. Fucking vote. Go vote. Please. Um, yeah, so I mean, what else What else has been going on? Uh, let's go into a lighter note. I think we should do that because okay. Donald Trump will make me angry. So okay. I think if you guys remember from our last segment, our last um, episode, we are going to introduce a little segment. And it's called... Well, what's that? What's that? Well, we're, we're, we're juggling the name, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it. We're going to go... All right. Five minutes a gay. Five minutes a gay. Five minutes a gay. Uh oh. If you guys oh, listen God. to our last one, it's five minutes go. a gay, gay today. Five minutes a gay, gay today. That's my like thing music that I'm just gonna right. use for right now. All right. So today in gay. Jeez, <laughs> um, oh, here we go. I'm we about to found learn out, some gay shit right now, guys. Well, um, we found out that Sara Ramirez is bi. And if you don't know who that is, she's not in hip hop or anything, but I'm just giving you some random gay facts. Okay, cool. <laughs> Right. So this is gay shit, you know. Um, she's bi, and she, if you don't know who she is, she was on great, or she is on Grey's Anatomy. I'm not sure if she's still on there, but um, she was um, the lesbian um, doctor there. She was the the bone doctor. What are those called? Ooh. <laughs> the ones that smash your bones and make them better. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Doctor with bones. <sighs> bone doctor. Bone. There's a show she called She wanted to bones. bone something. Either or. I mean, she, she's bi, so she Hello. can bone whatever she she's wants. She's boning all of it. Damn. <laughs> Lucky. Lucky boning. Um, and then, what else? Um, I went to a gay-ass wedding. Oh, you did? Yeah, my my cousin got married. Well, it wasn't that gay. I mean, it was super beautiful, and it was gay, but he got married to his husband, and it was great. That's a gay wedding. It was a gay-ass wedding, yeah. right? Yeah. It was amazing. Um, what else happened in gay news? Uh, Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Let's bring it back to hip hop. Yeah. Um, please. <laughs> bring it so, back. Just to let you guys know, Young and May, her her uh song lands uh top ten spot on the billboard charts. Ooh. And unfortunately, not yeah, I want to say unfortunately. Like this is the she's only the second female oh, wow. to 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 top the charts, being the top ten as a lead artist on a song. Hip hop. In hip hop. Huh. Who who was the other? Missy Elliott with Missy. um where they from? Holy so, yeah. shit! I mean, Nicki Minaj was up there, but she was a feature. Got it. Um, but yeah, isn't that crazy? That is. I think that's super crazy. And then plus for her to be like so new and so herself, right? Like this is probably just like one of the only gay rappers that people are actually just accepting too. I don't know of any other gay rappers. Or well, gay, you know, I said this before you've heard me say this mm-hmm. it's because she's a she yeah and she's she's gay so she likes girls right and it's, that's what it's hip-hop sti- is it's, it's a it's, lot more acceptable it still speaks about the misogyny of hip-hop because mm-hmm. yes it's it's okay for a female rapper to be to be gay and talk about getting bitches because it's still getting bitches exactly 
And hip hop's all about the bitches. So, of course, the first gay rapper's gonna be a girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Makes perfect sense to True. me. True. I guess. I wonder when they're gonna start talking about getting booty. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Nah, bruh. <laughs> hip hop ain't about that, bruh. Okay, you misogynistic <laughs> piece of shit. Anyway, so yeah, I, congrats to Young M.A. And, yeah, uh, keep doing your thing. I Actually, I I first listened to Freestyle she did about a year and a half about ago. About a year ago. About a year yeah, and a half ago. Yeah, it was that... Um, Red Life or something. something Brooklyn she did. Something. Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn something. It was when she was sitting on a car with a bunch of goons and yeah. she had on the white beater. And I was like, man, she is a grimy little bro, man. Look at yeah. that girl. She is she was spitting good. too. Yeah. And she got bars. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely... Uh, Definitely go check out Young Ma. I'm excited. I'm excited M-A. to see what this Young Ma. Excuse yeah, it's cool. me. Oh. It's okay. Young Ma. That's my people. So. Oh. <laughs> Is your five minutes of gay done yet? I guess so. We could be done with it. But yes, Jesus. congrats to her. What else is? What else do we have to talk about today besides my five minutes of gay? We did our five minutes of gay. It was great. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm glad you had a whole week to figure that out. Um. <laughs> What else have you been listening to in this week that we've had off? What have you been like, you know, uh, well, rocking with that hasn't been, you know, podcastable? Um, Absol came out with a new song. He did. Yeah. Oh, I heard that. Um, he came out with his new song called Huey New. I think you actually sent it to me. Yeah, he uh song came out a while ago, but he dropped that video. Ooh, oh yeah, the video. He dropped that video to it. I don't know. Ooh. I, I still like music videos. Yeah. yeah. You always send me music videos. You like know, you do. Videos. You are you are a like music, music video videos. dude. I like music videos. The visuals mean something. It means it means a lot. Yeah. And and the song is dope. It's got me excited. Yeah. It's got me so excited to hear Absol rapping again. I'm so excited. Uh so yeah. Uh I mean what well, shit. He she drops a line on this song where he's like, even before before I had a desktop, I was looking for a shortcut to be an, an icon. icon. I'm just like, damn, bro. Mind damn. blown. Like, so, yeah. wow. Yeah, episode got bars if anyone was, was wondering and questioning his lyrical prowess. Pin on point. Like, okay, let me just also just read this to you because this <laughs> one part, when he said it, it just totally, like, made me go wowzers. Um he goes, I'm going to act an ass and have a donkey to pin it on. I'm winning no matter what the decision's depending on. I'm sinister, picture a ticking bomb in the Pentagon. The typical shit I've been on, remember the pen is gone. Your pinnacle's penny pension. I'm getting nickels for my thoughts. Like, what? Wow. Like, like Bars. Bars. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, ah! It just lo- yeah. I love it, and then there, even the wordplay on the actual name, right. Huey New, Huey Newton, Huey New thoughts, boom, right. like, ugh, it's so like great, ugh. yeah, and it's it, it's great to hear rap that isn't mumble rap, and like it's not even a jab at mumble rap, it's just that so much shit now sounds so much alike that it, it, it's awesome when you hear people who are like rapping. Uh, but just rapping the way that they rap and not trying to fit into a specific mold. Absol. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I can go into a ton of stuff on that. Wait, we could do a lyrical breakdown on that, but nah, that that would be that would take forever. Oh man, 
That would take forever. But but it 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 not only has me excited for you know the whole Absol project that hopefully comes out this year. Mm -hmm. TDE's supposed to he oh top, yeah top said he was gonna drop six albums this year. They've dropped what Untitled Unmastered, uh, Isaiah Rashad, mm -hmm. Schoolboy Q, Schoolboy Q, um, the what's that dude uh, Lance, Lance Skywalker supposed to drop this month. So then, so then SZA. SZA, or SZA and Schoolboy. And no, SZA and Soul. I'm sorry, yes. Soul, Absol, yes. <sighs> That'd be dope. So. Yeah. I would love to hear something from Soul, but I hope SZA's dropped because I don't want her to be mad. <laughs> yeah, what the hell was that about? I don't know what Did that you, was about. She like posted on Twitter. Yes. Or, it was like, I quit. Drop it whenever. Yeah, drop... Tell Top to drop my album whenever or whatever. I'm going to let all the feminists yell at me. She was probably on her period. Oh. <laughs> did you really just say that? Tina's shaking her head. I'm just fucking around. Wow. No, you're probably right. <laughs> you know I joke around like that. She yeah. leaking. <laughs> Ew, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just don't, I don't understand why she was doing that, but that, that was really bad. That was actually really mean of me. But, um... Yeah, because if somebody says that, we me, love you. Yeah, we do. We actually really love you. Yeah, and I actually, I really do hope that her album drops over Souls, though, because I think she deserves it. But I, they I know. can both drop. There's enough time for both of them to drop. But if 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 they if he says six albums, that means that's gonna make it seven. If they both drop, or maybe they just cut Lance out of there. I think Lance should be cut out of there because Sis is there oh. before. Lance is pretty good though. He's coming, but but <laughs> you know what? It's okay. Um, I hope they both drop. Um, and I think as of it seems like it would be more likely the uh, Absol project would drop, considering he's dropped some songs and he's now dropped a visual. Uh -huh. I'm pretty sure that one's gonna drop before SZA. Yeah. But we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We have no idea. Um, because if you remember, he also posted on Instagram. Where it said uh, solo final mixes and it showed oh, yeah. like a project folder. Oh my god, folder. it's gotta be him. Then. It's gonna be Absol. It's probably gonna be Absol. SZA, we love you. Please drop something soon. Yeah, she was running off with the lip. <laughs> Top Dog was like, uh uh, you sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> to continue the misogyny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, it's hip hop. I know, right? Such is the <laughs> <No>. culture. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Whatever, man. Oh God. Anyway, I call a spade a spade. A spade a spade. But it's okay. Uh, I'm I'm excited. For I'm excited for whatever they drop because anything they drop is great. It's always going to be gold. I mean, record has already shown that. So. Yes, it's going to be dope. Dope as fuck. Proven track record. Yes. Um, what else have you been listening to, bro? Uh, man, did you? Uh, you know, obviously, I I like songs, but I also like visuals. Yes. Um, one of my faves, Pusha T. Hello. Dropped a new visual mm -hmm. for the Home and Garden television. <laughs> uh, <laughs> HGTV. GTV, there you go. I love that channel, by the way. I watched it the whole time I was on the plane. That's why I could not listen to music. Wow. that's. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm weird. That's so funny. I believe you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you learn the proper mix of sand to dirt ratio for indoor planning? No. Okay. I didn't learn about any gardening but i did okay. learn about homes i love watching them like choose whatever homes they're gonna buy oh are you yeah. thinking about home buying 
Uh, duh. Yeah. Today and gay. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so, no, this HGTV thing I, I thought was uh, pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Um, visually, uh, the video was shot vertical. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. And then also going around in a circle around him. Yes, and if you notice, there was progress made in his seat. So he starts off in like a desk, like a school, and then by the end, he's in the fucking president's seat. He's got the suit on. He's laying back with the ottoman in the fancy Mies chair. I think it's a Mies chair. You can you can ask Christy, but it's one of those <laughs> fancy fucking pieces of furniture. Fact check us, please. I will. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like lounging in this ottoman, and, and then he's just standing, and, and it, it's great. Well... Why don't we just have you do a lyrical breakdown? <laughs> breakdown. Well, all right. So there were some interesting things said in this song. Um, <clears throat> the most notable for me was um, his take on, you know, the rap game today and some of its main players. <laughs> the rap game today. Um, and if you and if you were to look at some of the main players um the biggest player would be drizzy drake um drizzy, we don't like talk oh you know what i just want to as a tangent just small yes. tangent we have not talked about him a lot in the last few episodes i yeah. am very appreciative of that i've, I've been trying because he's fucking annoying um <laughs> and so i'm kind of glad that push a even though it's kind of out of nowhere yeah it is um, out of nowhere you know taking shots at drake but he has a history of taking shots at drake um, he came up with this this song a while back, Exodus something. I forgot the number on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Where he was taking shots at Drake and Lil Wayne. Um, uh, there was a song earlier uh, that came out last year where he was supposedly taking shots at Drake. When he was asked if he was taking shots at Drake, he he said no. Hmm. And so he hid. He he did. Like he's he's like, no, no, I'm not taking shots at Drake. No shots at Drake. Now there's there's no way these lyrics can be taken out of context. Allow me to just recite these um, lyrics towards the end of the song, um, and you know you you can be the judge, but uh, it's already been through the court of law, hip hop law, and it's a fucking subliminal at Drake. Um, Pusha T goes on to say, "It's too far gone when the realist ain't real." I walk amongst the clouds so your ceilings ain't real. These niggas call of duty because their killings ain't real. With a questionable pen so the feeling ain't real. Bars. Uh, And then he goes on later on to say, uh, they beefing over melodies, but no, not I. Um, Which I think plays into the whole thing anyway. Um, So, yes, guys, uh, if you didn't catch it, uh, too far gone was Drake's mixtape that got him in. Mm-hmm. The realest ain't real, and he Drake Austin calls himself the realest. Yeah, he walks amongst the cloud. What was the Drake album where his head was in the clouds? Mm-hmm. It was uh, nothing uh, was the same. Nothing was the same. Uh, your ceilings ain't real. Didn't Lil Wayne have a mixtape series called No yeah. Ceilings. Mm-hmm. The, the wordplay here is yeah. phenomenal. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, these niggas Call of Duty because their killings ain't real. Mm. So it, you know, so the you video game. Call of Duty. It, it, it's a video game, and you know it's like virtual reality. So it's like saying, "Dude, so so you fucking think you have a lyrical victory over someone, mm-hmm. um, but you know what? It's it's not real. It means nothing. Your pen's questionable. 
So the feeling's not even real. Right. So it's you're, not your feeling. Your whole point of of to fame is that you're an emotional rapper putting your feelings out there. But Ooh. if you're not writing your shit, then the whole point of what you are is a lie. Ugh. And so, uh, man, it's 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 insane, you know. Um, talking about beefing over melodies and stuff like, uh, oh no, not I. It ain't about melodies. It's about bars. And, yeah. And, and Pusha T has bars. Um, and he does not like Drake, and apparently doesn't like Lil Wayne either. And he's he's not afraid to say it on record, um, which I like. You know, it needs to be on record. All this in your face, coming to your door. Doing all this hibbity hoobla, stupid. If you guys won't have problems with somebody, attack them for their credentials, attack them for their ability to make songs and make good music, and attack them for how much better you are than they are. I listen to that all day. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I I love stuff like this. Yeah. Um. You know, this is what's exciting to me. This is hip hop. Um. Some people might be like, oh, how come Pusha can't just leave him alone and yada yada? I love this shit, No, man. you can't leave anybody alone shit. in hip-hop. It is a competitive sport. Yes. It's a contact sport. And if you are not up for the task, don't get into this motherfucker. Right. And, and as soon as you say, I'm the best or I'm the top five or blah, 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 then you know what? Those other people who want to be in that top five spot are going to challenge you. Exactly. Gonna you better be and... ready to protect your neck. Exactly. <laughs> and if somebody comes at you with bars you. and you don't come back with bars, I mean. It's a defeat. We'll see. It's a loss right there. Um, I also like to play on the uh, Blow Bomber. Oh, yeah. I think that's cool. Throughout the song, yeah. Because um, he's the president of good music. Yep. But, you know, he became, you know, he started. And then also, we all know he's a cocaine rapper. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Blow Bama. I so, Blow Bama is pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, him being so top five. And the, you know what? There's so many good rappers. Like, so many, like, really good rappers. It's a shame that we don't think of, like, the Black Thoughts or the Pusha T's or, like, you know, those people as often as we should, you know? It's kind of like a shame. But, anyway. I mean, yeah, I. I totally feel you on that, and and I think for me, part of it is not forgetting them, but just the fact that they're there almost. Uh, I don't know. Creates like a like that when you play Mortal Kombat, when you like mm-hmm. start start as the first player yeah. and you like work you your way up. up. It's like those are the people that are just on that totem. Some, sometimes you forget about them. Because they're all the way up they're there. They're just all the way up there and you know, I'm not forgetting I'm I'm not I know they're there. Yeah. But they're not always consciously in the front of your mind when you start thinking about top five right. list. Um but you're right, you know, black thoughts, most deaths, talibs, yep. uh you know mm-hmm. th- those guys, you know, in their own time were definitely in the top of their game, you know. So But everybody uh, puts a Jay-Z and a Pac and a Nas and a, you know, they all put them up there and Push has been around for most of that. Yeah. M's been around for all of that. Black has been around for all of that. Yeah. But anyway, that was your lyrical breakdown. Breakdown. Ooh. All right. We should probably like get like music or something for that. That would be cool. Lyrical breakdown, lyrical breakdown, lyrical breakdown, lyrics, lyrics, lyrics. 
break break it down every 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 nah. all right anyway yeah anyway. um <laughs> what else is happening in hip-hop this has been a really great episode so far um <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you being serious or kind of like being an ass like well, i'm just kind of here this episode's been great uh, uh, we done uh, yet <laughs> <laughs> anyway um what else um i think there are some good things that we didn't Nicki Minaj say some stuff <gasps> oh my god you're right she did and I don't understand why she would say something nobody's listening to you we want to just see how you respond to Meek's beef anyway um <laughs> Nicki Minaj <laughs> there he is. she um she went on and she was she basically did an interview with Marie Claire I guess um, some uh, magazine, and she kind of called out Kanye West. Kanye, yeah, but I miss the old Kanye. Call- <laughs> I like the old Kanye. I miss the new Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean you did it. Anyway, so um, basically, what she was saying, and like, I guess I could read it quote for quote. Um, this is what she said in the in the interview. She goes, I'm so tired of black women feeling that when our men get rich, they're going to leave them for a woman of a different race. <laughs> Leo asked for a white girl. She's Exactly. She goes, it wasn't funny when Kanye West said in his 2005 hit gold, uh, hit gold digger, um, when he when he get on, he'll leave your ass for a white girl. Oh. And Kanye happens to be with a white girl now. It wasn't funny when he said it, and it, it was the fucking truth. Um... <sighs> And Minaj is basically, uh, Nicki Minaj is basically pointing out like the double standards. Like when she goes, when Kim Kardashian's naked picture came out, Sharon Osbourne praised it and my fans attacked her for being such a hypocrite. Um, she says, she goes, so it was, it wasn't trashy or raunchy when a white woman did it, but when a black woman does it, it is trashy. She just thinks that she's basically saying that it's quite pathetic and sad, but that's the reality that we lived in. And I don't know. Do you want to go ahead and say how you feel about it first? Because I, I, I can give my sure, opinion yeah. too. Sure, yeah. I mean, okay. So on her first point about the black guys and white women, that's always been a thing. <laughs> I can say a bad joke again. <laughs> she must have been on her period. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. She's leaking. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go back to the serious tip. No, go no. Ahead. So, you know, when it comes to black men and white women... That's always been a thing. Like this ain't nothing new. Right. This shit been going down since been going down. Right. A black man of status has got a white woman next to him. Sure. Yes. That that that's that's kind of been a known thing for decades right. now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Great. Um, to call out Kanye West on that because of a lyric he put out on a song. It's like, well, how would you like it if someone broke down all of your lyrics, Nicki Minaj? About to say that. You know what I'm saying? And then started you know judging you for all the shit you say. You know, mm-hmm. um, point one with the whole thing, you know, and so is it, is she also going to throw shade at like all the black women that are dating white men as well? Yeah. Where's the whole the, the ton of those? Is yeah. she going to say anything to them? Probably not. Nope. So, you know what? It's fine. Um, her second point, which was the, um, double standard with the, a white woman shows her body and it's, and it's, 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 it's provocative. Is Armenian it's even... Smart. 
considered white? Well, she's not black, and okay, yes, it's okay. white. I'm just curious. Go ahead. It's it's not white, but it's white. Oh, okay. Um, but then you know, oh my gosh, she shakes her ass in the video, and it's like, oh, it's gross, it's disgusting. Did anybody see that Kanye West fame video? <laughs> right. Did anybody throw shade at, at Tiana? Tiana Taylor for her new baby body mm-hmm. just like Kim showed her new baby body did right. anybody say anything to, no it was considered like most people were like oh my god this is amazing look at how hot she looks this is dope her dancing and it's strong and it, it, it was given much praise so I it, don't know Nikki it, it's, you kind of stretching yeah girl. she's she, yeah she's yoga pants in that one yeah like, really yeah um I would, cause I, I agree with you. Like, I think that she is, um, a, I don't know. Is it album time? It, <laughs> it might be. Exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think she got some, some project coming out. She's trying something to get some buzz happened. going. Like, I don't know. There's gotta be something happening because one, you're, you're referring to a lyric from like what? 2005. Right. It's just now pissed you off. Yeah. It just like, and you're just now saying some shit like that. Like you're. Like, did you just have, like, a falling out with Kanye and you were just like, fuck it? And then another thing is is that both her and Kim get flack and praise from the same people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they could do, like, I'm I'm completely sure that everyone, when, when she posed naked, everybody was like, what the fuck? Your mom, why are you doing that? Yeah. And then, and then most people were like, oh, my God, good job because you got your body back. And then when she does stuff, like, I'm sure everybody's like damn you look good da, 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 da. or some people are like oh you're trashy so you get flack from both sides right now the difference between their stuff and fame tiana taylor that was done tastefully she's dancing yes she's almost she's about half naked but she's not completely naked and um, i mean it. she could have damn it <laughs> she, could have been, she was damn near but i'm just saying like it, that was done tastefully there was a purpose to it right. you know um and the song is called Fame, you know? So, I don't know. And then, like, just, like, the symbolism for the, the end of the, uh, the video. So there's, things, so, there's things that happen that you need to make sure that if you're going to do something, like, think about it, you know? Like, <laughs> if you're going to talk about a old-ass fucking lyric and talk about um, the, race, the racial issues in relationships, I guess you could say, Make sure you know what the fuck you're doing because yeah. you're opening up a can of worms that you do not want to 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 go through. I'm pretty sure Nicki Minaj does not want that that life, right? She's not about she that life. She's not. I don't know. Yeah, and you know, you piss off a whole different group of people when you start saying things yeah. like black and white and yeah. like why are you getting like I I've never and I I guess I could take a political stance on this one or, or not even political but like a controversial stance. I never really understood the whole thing about like um, white women taking our black men. And it's like, were they yours to begin with? <laughs> like, to be honest, like, let's be, let's be real. Like right. you, you want, you, you want us to go back to the the point where it was illegal for white right. women and, or, or, you know what I'm saying? For that stick, shit. Stick to your own. Exactly. Like that's, that shit to me is just super crazy. Like I understand like trying to preserve your culture or whatever like that, but why I, I don't get it i just don't get like why where that argument come from and i i and i'm a mulatto whatever the fuck you want to call me whoa <laughs> what is what do they call it mixed race i mean yeah, mulatto was like a derogatory term they yeah. used in you know back in the, the day back right in the days but i'm know. an oriental I'm just kidding. <laughs> sorry oh my god yeah no this is this is going bad for me i'm oh, about man. to get so many like hate mails 
Anyway. Or, or like, yeah, go for Trump. I know. No, we're not. We're not about Trump. We're not about that life. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I um, mean, it's. It feels like when people when she made that argument, it's like she's going back in time. Exactly. It's like, do you want us to go backwards? Exactly. Like, no, the the black men don't belong to you. And if they want to date a white woman, they will date a white man. The same way that if you want to date a white man, white right. woman, white whatever. Whatever you want. Date whatever the fuck care. you want to date. Like, stop. That's the beauty of progress. <sighs> it's like you're able to do what you want. Like, there's bigger problems that you could have brought up. Right. Like, the fuck oh are you talking God. about? Kanye West married a white girl. Well, she's she's Armenian. And, uh, no, no, no. She's white. Stupid. Like it, it was just a dumb thing for her to say, and I don't think that it will help her in any way, shape, or form. I think you hit on the head, though. I think it's album time, and I think <laughs> uh, she's trying to get her little news cycle going. You know? Yeah, I guess, because it's all been about her boyfriend. That she has said nothing about or defended <laughs> exactly. at all. Where's the love for black men now, Nikki? I know. She's just like, He's I'm just dying. Take, she, she's like, I just, <laughs> this <laughs> nigga's out there hanging <laughs> hanging by a rope and she ain't said shit. She'd be like, I just take the dick and I just shut up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so that, that, that stick must be good or something for her not to be like defending her man. Because there's something. nothing really to defend. But something. She could do anything. <laughs> Leave, she le- got the leave Meek alone. I know. Leave my Meeky Poo alone. He ain't hurt nobody. He he loved me. <laughs> anyway. Um What else you got? What else do I have? I don't know. Okay. Life. Alright. I wonder. Will it take me under? I don't know. I don't know. If I rule the world. Oh yeah. That. That's another thing. Nicki Minaj actually bowed down to uh, Lauren Hill. Bowed down? What do you mean? Yeah, they were at this uh, this concert uh, for Tidal. And mm. uh, Lauren Hill was there. And there's like a video of like Nicki Minaj legit like bowing down what? to That's Lauren what's up. Hill. She's like, oh my God, I love you. you your spirit, your soul, you inspire me. Dope. I, I, the bowing down part was a little was a little awkward. Yeah, that's a, that's a little. I mean, much, no, like she she legit kneeled to Lauren Hill as if she was our Lord and Savior. <laughs> that's like, crazy. Yeah, um, but you know, it, it's great. You know, show homage uh, to the you know one, one of yeah, the one of the original uh, black female racist uh, uh, to enter the game. Uh, <laughs> what? She's a racist. You remember Lauryn Hill back in the day was like, I don't want white people buying my CD. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not for them. Like, so, you know, I love Lauryn Hill to death. I just wanted to add that little jab in there. I thought that was great. Uh, Because you always find somebody's, like, flaws or something. (laughs) When it comes to music, be like, I just wish. (laughs) When it comes to her, I just wish. (laughs) Yeah, you know. It's cool. I, I guess it makes sense as to why she would think the way she does about black men marrying white women because she fucking worships Lauren Hill. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I needed to talk to somebody that like wants to, that can actually explain to me what their um, stance is on that whole thing. Like the whole black men, white women thing. Cause I, I don't, I don't get it. Well, you know, you're not a black woman, so you wouldn't no. understand. I am a black woman. You're half a black woman. I'm a halfy. <laughs> Happy, you happy, you motherfucker! You couldn't understand nothing. What do you think you are? A full black? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> a what? I don't know. Anyway, right. um, I, I think on that note, guys, we're just gonna we're just gonna leave you with that. Oh, okay. Well, um, another thing. Oh, there's more. No, I just there's just some like, uh, house. What is that? What do they call that? House cleaning. House cleaning? No, I don't know. Housekeeping. Some, housekeeping. Housekeeping. There you go. Housekeeping. Um. So we had a f- uh, one of the fans of the show. Her name is Mary. She oh. mentioned to me. She said that she wanted to know the cat's name. Unfortunately, oh. the cats weren't running around today. Um, but my cats. Yeah. Why don't you go talk about your cats a little bit? All the right. Cat man. All right. So, cat man. So I got two cats, guys. Uh, from the same litter. One's name is Dora. She's the girl. She's the the runt of the litter. I call her Dory sometimes because she's weird. So weird because Dora is the same number of syllables. Mm-hmm. That's her actual name. Uh, the 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 other cat's name is uh, Bowser. He is the male, and he is the largest cat in yeah. the litter. And so, he's super lazy right now, just oh, chilling. He is a little. They are fat all lazy. Fuck. Those little fuckers. And they're not running around today. It's great. Yeah. And then also, um, I wanted to say that um, there was a couple of albums that came out. Um, Mick Jenkins, of course, we talked about that. Davies yeah. came out. Kyrie Chanel. Yes. I want to listen to that. Danny Brown came out. Atrocity Expedi- Exhibition. Oh, Check came that out, out, guys. Check it out. Um, and, of course, the singles that we talked about. Really, though. Like, um, really, though. Yeah, really, though. It's a good though, song. Um, so, yeah. Um, if there's anything you guys want us to listen to or if you have any suggestions on what we should c- cover, go ahead and give us a shout. Um, we have everything. It's called instagram yes twitter yes uh facebook yeah um our actual website oh through the crate you should google us yeah. figure us out we're actually starting to pop up on stuff now oh yeah it's great mm-hmm. it's great on it's YouTube? amazing yep we're on youtube and we have to get that going a little better um and um we are out motherfucks oh wow deuces <laughs>